we were delayed on a bunch of different levels in starting this recording. I mean, subway kind of caught on fire. Yeah, so there was a subway fire today. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's in the news here in Toronto. Uh, yeah, general lateness on the, on the part of Kevin and, and Mo. We are taping this in person. This is the first recording in person we're doing since an episode we taped in August when all five of us were around the table here at Six Points. Plus, we've been munching on mochi donuts for the last, oh, 20 minutes. And they are very good. Very, yeah. Very, good. Yeah. Shout outs out to Isabella. That's the name of the place. Uh, maybe we'll link it. Maybe. They claim to be the world's best mochi donuts, and they're good. They're, yeah, I like them. I'm not totally sure where they really rank, but yeah, they're good. So see, whenever I buy one, I try to only buy one or two, unless my sister's pitching in for a box as well because if uh, i bought a box for myself two days max they're done it's over how much is a box there uh about 20 something bucks. 20 something yeah and this is like for half a dozen yeah. is it they're like for six they're like three something a piece. per yeah and try and try and get closer to the microphone here yeah it's like three something for one yes yeah so there's See, what they do to get you is that they do rotate their flavors every week. True that. And they do have like a generic glazed one that will usually just be on offer all the time. But then they'll every week something new. Yeah, they'll rotate it. And then you might not see a flavor for a few weeks. So that's that's how they get the FOMO out of people. Yeah. OK, I get it. There's a bunch of other things there, but yeah. <laughs> so there's that's that's been one of the delays. The other thing is it does take a little bit of time to set up at these, the makeshift studio we have here at uh, Six Points if we do this in person. And I'll be quite honest with you, it's, I guess at my age, at my age, it's becoming a little bit more and more of a drain. So, and, and this is sort of a test run for when we do anime north next month so i have to i may have to at least change up the routine about how we uh, do the the setup because as it is everything both the new and the old equipment are kept in the same case at this moment and i I, it's probably not a good idea i tried carrying all that last year at anime north and it uh it took a toll on me to the point where, well, I wasn't there most of the time, but Sunday I was not, not physically in good shape by that point, and I was bedridden. Oh no! For the for most of that day, and when I finally got up, I was not feeling good at all. So, but then again, doing doing uh, any live recording tends to be draining, I guess. Oh, I remember that one year where I got con crud, and then I was supposed to show up, and then I couldn't in the end. Yeah. Yep. So. That's, that's sort of where we are. This was pre-pandemic, by the way. Yeah. So there's that. And then the third thing, before we really get right, right down to it, and this isn't a, an excuse. It's just, oh, actually, uh, I, I, that'll be, uh, there'll, there'll be four things. Uh, the other thing that, ha- that we decided to, I decided to do today, being my day off from work, 
I went all the way down to High Park since uh, since Sakura season and the full blooms are sure. probably reaching their climax. We're, it, we're probably less than a week away from it ending. Oh, yeah. Right? That golden golden period. That golden period for High Park or the uh, annoying period for the residents around <laughs> High Park. I mean, technically all the time is annoying time for people who live near High Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just High Park. There's Trinity Bellwoods as well. If you're in Mississauga, it's, it's Korea. Korea, Korea Park. Yeah. Korea Park, uh, which I haven't visited. And that was the only time I really witnessed any significant, sig- significant Sakura blossoms in Korea Park. So this is the first time I re- I could recall ever seeing seeing High Park's blossoms. Okay, did you do the full walk? Uh, I walked around the whole uh, as much as, as I could on the mm. time I they gave myself to do that. And it's it's nice. I don't know how it compares to the Korea blossoms. It, it's just I know that you know no two there's different types of breeds of sakura. True. So I don't know mm. what's how the the breeds of trees in High Park are compare or with the ones in Korea Park and where in Trinity Bell Woods and and the JCCC. Oh, yeah. And I heard Momiji Center as well. It, they're, they're popping up everywhere, which is pretty good. Yeah, I saw them at the JCCC last week mm-hmm. when I went to go see Shin Ultraman with a friend. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how they differ. I, I guess they differ in terms of maybe sturdiness of the blossoms maybe they're certainly their color and all and i guess when that when each of the individual trees would reach their peak although they they tend to be roughly the same time anyway so it was a nice walk it was the like i i'd been visiting high park with friends in recent in recent weeks and months and this was the busiest i had seen it Mm. On a in, Monday too, right? On a Monday, yeah. Parking, that parking is always an issue around there this time of year. I for mean, this week, couple weeks, yeah. they close off all parking true, in High Park, true. and uh. and the residents in the area want that permanently. I know that, but nonetheless, that's what it is right now. They and the, uh, during off peak for Sakura, the park the parking is open, and I think during weekends there, it they close the parking. So there, there's that. Although, uh, I'm going to play a thought with you. All right, let's hear it. Okay, from my observations there today, and this is like more, just more of comedic observations. Okay. Was, okay. The, num- was the number of dogs? There's usually a lot of dogs. Well, the, 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 the thing is that uh, chances are if I gave an over or under, it would probably still be over. So what do you think I saw more of? Dogs or babies? No. Uh, first of all, what do you think I saw? <laughs> what? No, no, no. Uh, dogs or babies? First, ver- that's what I wasn't thinking. But the short answer is, it's still. Dogs? I still take the over. Okay, okay. <laughs> more dogs, actually. More definitely, dogs. Definitely, definitely. I don't know. A lot of dinks but out there nowadays. That's I, true. I, like over the years, whenever I talked oh, about that was a bad thing, seeing <laughs> when I talked about seeing people uh, during during um, Sakura season, I mm-hmm. think they, uh, is the proper term Hanabi. I believe so. But I believe it's Hanabi, yes. Yeah. I wondered, especially here in Toronto, I always made the joke, you'll probably see a lot of cosplay photography shoots. Oh, yeah. Around this time Without a doubt. 100%. Okay. You'll see some of that. So, 
But you know what I ended up seeing? Uh, also, I ended up seeing today. Animals cosplaying? Oh, no, man. no, 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 not that. No, no, no. <laughs> Wedding shoots. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you think I saw more of there today? Ooh, that's good. That's what good. do you think I saw more of there today? I want to say I, weddings. I still think you saw more animals than well forget it, forget that that, that, that goes without saying that goes without saying yeah, so I, I'm forget going, that I'm, that's I'm, that's not a contest I'm, I'm going weddings i'm guessing kevin's gonna go cosplay no i think it'll be more wedding people people in formal wedding attire not necessarily formal wedding attire just engagement and wedding shoots just mm. engagement shoots ah, generally okay. speaking not just wedding but I, I i'll lump them in as the same so what do you think i saw more of engagement weddings Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Wedding and, people. And, and you'd be correct. I saw three. But let me guess. You saw two uh, cosplay shoots. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. For Monday, for a Tuesday afternoon. And we are taping this on Tuesday evening, April 25th. Here you go. What did they dress up as? Nothing. Characters I wouldn't recognize at this stage of my life. I love that. That's the perfect answer. That's that's the best. That's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, the my most answer. honest answer. So this tells Aging you how, yourself, Mike. Well, no, I, hey, it's the truth, man. It's hey, the truth. <laughs> that's where we are, dude. That's where we are. I mean, that's. I mean, Mo and I are, <laughs> and most some years younger than me. Yeah, Mo, Mo and I are not that far apart in age. Yeah, true. Anyway, so there's that thought, and I thought that was. It was just fun to see it. This is my only real day off to see it so i'm glad i did it and considering how the pandemic has been oh it's nice to see things open up just a little yeah i mean it's very very open but you know it's not the same oh yeah i mean it's getting there don't worry it's getting there and well what's the quote what's the word i use new normal uh common phrase (laughs) common phrase we hear these days okay so i hinted in the last episode and by the way we are taping this, and I have not touched episode 81 in Guys, any you're form. A double. What? So, an this episode be, and a space heater. Yeah, well, we'll th- this episode will, this space heater will probably be out a day or so after. A preview to an episode that has already been recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, since we talked about TCAF in the episode, ideally we would have that out before tcaf oh yeah oh it'll it'll be out it'll be out before tcaf it'll i i anticipate hey, ch- check out the I'm market pulling, it's open guys tcaf markets open. i uh, i am pulling an all-nighter i think to get that get that up uh tonight okay or early in the morning so i'll, I'll, I'll do my best to do that because this is really my only chance because once i go back to work it's over I just think of that Drake song, and it's over, it's over. Okay, so a thought. I also hinted that uh, Mo has been working on the revamp of the website. I have. Which which might be outdated, the idea of doing a website for this podcast. Yeah, you still need a place to digitally present yourself that everyone knows is a common place. You know, with all those random demonetations and, um, I don't know what it's called. uh, You know, you just lose your channels and shit, man. You know, for the longest time... For the other podcasts I listen to, like Anime World Order, I was still using their built-in video uh, player still do. to do that. Yeah, I think uh, people have told me they they still use the website, uh, so I apologize because <laughs> it's so badly outdated, up the uh, not updated properly. I just get the put the episode on, but I don't put links of interest. Mm. Mo it has been wor- has been working behind the scenes to redo the uh, website. Hopefully, we'll get that up. Before the end of the calendar year. Fingers crossed, guys. (laughs) Fingers crossed. But there's one thing I wanted to add when we do that. 
Okay, because uh, Mo had a little fun when when he showed me a few things that he had been working on and just stuff that just to have a little fun. So he decided to run both this podcast's name and our individual names through Chat GPT. Okay, it was hilarious what what came out. I I I will say and, I will say. Out of everyone in the group, Mike was the only one notable enough to get a response. <laughs> it's hilarious. And so there's a there's a little thing and find out what it says about me. It's actually the most flattering thing I've ever read about myself. Did it mention your brief history with Anime News Network? No, no. Okay. Wait. Give me a second. I have to check. <laughs> I, I actually have to check the photos now. Because I, I keep it. my social media. I don't like, put it. This is not social enough media. that like it's kind of hard to trace me oh that to some levels well we like i use different i use different handles for most of my social media i I use my see i just actually used my name and we've never hidden our names right nope no we don't have like all through which which in retrospect i don't know if it was the wisest move i don't know man once i become prime minister this might come back to bite me in the ass no i've worked in hr so it, it would have been better if i hid my name to be honest (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to think I haven't uh, I haven't done too much, you know, you know, too many horrible things. I'd like to think I uh, haven't done it, but it was just hilarious what it referred to me as, right? Yeah, okay. it, it did refer to me as like a journalist. It referred to me as a translator. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it referred to... The somebody who headed a YouTube channel, which is technically true, but let's be honest. Well, Mike, there are probably thousands of people with your name. That is true too. Pun not intended. No, that, that's that's yeah, I know. It's especially considering where we're we're going with this conversation a bit. That is probably true. That is probably true. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking at what, what was uh, said, but. Give me a sec. You know, I should have I should have pulled this up when we were talking about this, like just before I hit the record button. So mm-hmm. I will just uh, do this now. So I just remember what it said about me. <clears throat> we're, we're doing this in real time, folks. The exciting world of space heater chat, guys. <laughs> so I, I'm just remember trying to remember what it may have said about me past conversations. Okay, so while you look at that, I'll just wax poetic about stuff I've read, I guess. So I read, I think I alluded this to the last recording at the very end. If I don't know if it made it over, but I am just about caught up with the English release of a certain scientific rail gun. Oh, yes, you didn't. Ooh. Yes. I wish I was into this series when it was popular 10 years ago. Because you would, because of the, it would have been really a a really interesting discussion at the time. It's a lot of fun. It's such a fun read. Uh, And I think it's a Dengeki Gaio series. So like it has its fair share of like fan servicey moments, but nothing too salacious. Okay. Uh, It's... It's like a sister series to a certain magical index. So you do see characters from index popping in here and there, but they're more or less separate from each other. Misaka is 
such a cool protagonist. She is very powerful and and the author makes every attempt to show that like she can take you down if you mess with her or her friends. But at the same time, she is a normal girl just like anybody else. <laughs> I, I it's just weird. It, but isn't it kind of fun just to discover older series? Like ten years is older and not older. It enough. is, yeah. Like, I it, mean as I got into back into things, it was Toradora for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would have been fascinated to watch what the reactions were like at the time it came out. So oh, I yeah. Think, it was pretty big back then. So, uh, so I can relate to the idea. Yes. And uh, although she is not my favorite character, Misaki is my favorite character because she is just all matters of awesome. She is so gorgeous. Those twinkly eyes are are really cute and I finally have the context for all those doujinshi that were made of her. <laughs> okay. Right, because well, years now. ago, years ago you would stumble upon these and then you there were so many of them or there are so many of them. I thought, "Who is this girl?" And then now I finally understand. I finally understand. But besides from that, though, I, I do feel like with Railgun, the arcs are not too long. So one arc could maybe last, I don't know, 20 chapters, 30 chapters max. Sometimes this is really not that long. Sometimes as short as 10 chapters to like start and wrap up an arc, depending on the length. So it's not that bad. I, I feel like usually in at most two or three books, like, They'll have started and concluded an arc. It's just that now in North America, they've basically caught up with Japan. And I believe it is a monthly release in Japan. So you're looking at a one year plus wait between books now in North America. Whoa, really? Yeah. And we talked about this in the episode. Is that, ne- is that a good thing? Well, you're caught up, you're caught up, right? So there's really no way for people to... Like, there's really no little excuse for people to steal chapters online. Although I guess people that's, would that's, anyway. That's part of yeah. Well, people will, and I guess that's part of the way the business is. Pirates but, is getting yeah, uh, getting ahead of that. Yeah. But I do feel like once you catch up like that, like the fandom will sort of peter out in a way where because you don't really have an anime to refresh the enthusiasm for it. And I know like a year or so ago, there was a new anime for it. Although I feel like the gap has been long enough that I don't know if that new season was as well received as previous ones. Well, well, we can test that theory in in something else. And we forgot, I forgot to bring this up on Sunday, even though this has been made known for a little while already, they're going to continue card captor Sakura clear card in anime form. Mm-hmm. And they'll try and finish it up in anime form. It makes sense. Sure, but... It's not very long. But it's been like, what, f- four or five years since... The first since- season of Clear Card? Yeah. Although that's because like Clear Card was ongoing. So now that the, the manga the source- is over, mm-hmm. so then they can do that. But So do you think... But Or do you think... Yes or no, do you think this delay has hurt it? Or it's evergreen? Or it's one of those evergreen titles that we... To bring up a term that we brought up in 81. I don't think it's as evergreen as it used to be, but 
I feel like with Card Capture Sakura, you're gonna get the nostalgia crowd that will tune in for that. Okay, it has its diehards because it is one of Clamp's most popular series. Okay, so the short answer. So your answer is maybe not, but a probably as close as you can get. It'll be fine. Okay, just. Uh, I just want Clamp to resume one of their other series now. Subasa? No. What? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I know they have that new sequel series of Subasa. I don't actually know if it's on hiatus or if it, it was just short and sweet. But I'm just like, just resume Holic Ray or resume. The live action? Is that not good enough? What, what live action? The live action Holic? Uh, it's whatever. Like, what's that other one that I read that I really liked? That oh, Gate Seven. They need or they need to resume Gate Seven, or resume X. Oh man! But they're not going to. Imagine if that were to happen. (laughs) I think they're creatively bankrupt with X. They don't know what to do with it, and it's just just been too long. Just just remake it. Yeah, like they did with uh, Drop and Drug and Drop. Yeah, which also is on hiatus too, (laughs) because that was their way of resuming Legal Drug, and that's on hiatus. Sure, why not? But I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I I don't know where I read this, but I think their tentative plan was to resume Holic Ray, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. So I did lo- I did look up. Well, yeah, it referred Chat G- Chat GPT referred to me as an industry professional who has worked as a journalist, editor, and translator. Hmm. The details are even more funnier than just the basics. So I'll hmm. leave it at that. So I, so I was thinking maybe we'll just do our bios based on... I mean, I feel like if we fed the prompt enough good things about ourselves, it could spit out a, you know, nice a pretty, little bio pretty, Yeah, us. it's pretty good. I was pretty... Yeah, just, <laughs> I was hilariously yeah. impressed. <laughs> okay. So I, I, let's get to the heart of this one. Uh we did when we taped the episode on Sunday. I hinted to everybody that one thing I really wanted to do, and to help us meet quota for April. Two guys, you're getting two episodes. Yep. <laughs> so we, like, we all saw like me, you, Kevin, and James. We all went out a couple weeks ago to see Suzume in subtitled form. Mo went to see it when? Dubbed in IMAX. A couple days ago. Absolutely, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And we, so that's what we want to talk about, uh, having seen it, but on a, on a bunch of different levels. And, okay, I will just come out and right away say, yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it was a very enjoyable movie. But... Oh no! There's a butt. Well, there, it's just all the things that the usual. How, how dare you, Mike? The internet will be upset. <laughs> no more than usual. No more than usual. Anyway, I mean, I mean, take your pick with any with just about anything. What right? was the last time the internet, in any capacity, was upset with us? Never. Not since like Adam was still around. Well, the, right now the attention would be good, but so so, so, so Mike, what do you think of the movie, man? No, I did like it. I, I mean, we. I, it's tough at this point since uh, some things are blurry and it's late enough. We can't, I, I don't know how much we can get into the particulars of Suzume's plot, 
I mean, but there's the, but there's the, a lot of other the, things. The plot was very simple. It was a very simple plot. Close I, the door. Yeah, yeah. This, that's but, the, this is the one of the first things they teach you in Left 4 Dead 2, by the way, is to <laughs> always the close the doors when you go through them so that infected don't come through them yeah. or it takes them longer to get through them. I, okay. But no, she, she fucking leaves the door open and like... Let the, let's the yeah. giant warm... And pulls out, pulls out something she shouldn't have and then... <laughs> Shit goes down. I, I do like the metaphor that of, of the of, of uh, this warm being the cause of Japan's earthquakes and so forth. Well, he, he, here's the interesting part. It's see in the in Shinkai's previous two movies. Yep, disaster certain, movies. Yeah, they were disaster. Yeah, they, they were, were disaster fictional movies. disasters. But they're fictional. We, and I was wondering. Oh man, uh, is this gonna happen? Is like, are really... they really? Is he? Is he gonna? <laughs> is he gonna go into nine eleven, three eleven territory? Okay, you corrected yourself there. Yes, but, uh, you know, cat's out of the bag. Is he going to go into 311 territory? And did he ever? You know, it really didn't click into me. I, I didn't clue in until my second viewing of the film. Because, yeah, just to clarify now, Kevin's seen it twice. So when they were heading back to her old house... They were driving by old evacuation sites, and you see signs telling people to evacuate that were old. You saw empty houses. You saw that kind of post-accident imagery of just things lying around. And it wasn't until then that I thought, oh, now now that I've seen the film a second time or, or was watching it a second time, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Didn't really clue into me the first time around. Well. For me, I, I figured out that's where they were heading for right away when I saw the signs. Mm-hmm. They were heading for the, and I'm chewing on a donut at the same time. They were heading, they were heading for, um, they were heading for the region. They were heading for to the Fukushima region or wherever it was, but certainly a, hard, a hit area. Mm-hmm. So that just didn't surprise me that this was eventually where it was going to go. Shinkai was always is always able to talk to his talk to the Japanese audience, conveying the story, like getting the emotional punch through some sort of disaster. Like it, 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 it's a wonderful punctuation. So, and like you hinted at, you we knew that, um, like the fir- the latter the past two movies, Weathering with You, Your Name, they hinted at fictional disasters. But we knew they also came out at a time in the immediate time, especially your name, in the immediate years after 311. So, and I think that just resonate, without a doubt resonated with it, with the, his audience there. And, reson- and, and outside, of, outside of Japan, of course, mm-hmm. eventually, right? So I was wondering to myself, is he going to do a real, is he going to do something based on the real one? And he did. As close as he could. As, uh, the, yeah, as much as possible. I think it was, yeah, I enjoyed it in that sense. So, but every time a Shinkai movie comes out, especially now, like it comes back to that old discussion that, that uh, in my head was sparked by Angela. When she said to me, and this was after after five centimeters per second came out, and she just said, "Yeah, it's great, but 
it just feels the same. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's, and, and and that's always and in the years since, as he's pivoted slightly, he's made his pivots less and less science fictionary, if that's a word. Five centimeters was his first move away from it, and but he was clear he was going to stay away from from being that's in that science fiction type realm. A little bit more romance. A little bit more. And in many respects, over the decade, over our over this podcast, purgatory, not much had changed, and it was it felt like it would just it was just solidified with your name. Yes. And then weathering with you. And now this, and like. Okay, I'm going to pose this yes or no again. Okay. At Anime North. When we do the uh, when we actually do the yes or no segment, but I'll pose it now so and then have others think about it. Yes or no. Makoto Shinkai is anime's version of Nickelback. Oh man, no, come on. Oh, I, mean, something, I mean, there's something. Do you think? Do you think? Oh. That, or do you think I'm insulting him now? No, that's not true. It's a it's slight, like, slight insult. Yeah, but not that big because they just got inducted to the Hall of Fame and stuff, right? So, no, it's just because people don't jokingly mock Makoto Shinkai in the same way as they as, do I, jo- I, I, as I just might have. Right? I say this as a person who doesn't mind Nickelback stuff. Yeah, like I don't love their stuff, but it is what it is. I feel like he needs to do another trilogy. Another, if he does another three set of movies like the last three, well, then we can solidify. Okay, let, let we just. Sort of I way. think we use the term disaster trilogy. Just keep in mind. Um, I will stop short of referring to them as related, because mm. your name and weathering with you, in many respects, were set in the same universe. True. True. Oh yeah, they were in a way. Yes, because certain little characters were actually in the film. Yes. But I never got that sense with Suzume. Neither did I. So, uh, so I'm not. I I I can't. To- I, I get it. I understand where some people would like to use that term. It's just I can't for that reason. Yeah, I. You know, it's. I think about it this way. I I think the film is very good. Even though I do think it had some storytelling flaws mm-hmm. and shortcomings little pacing issues okay g- give me your criticisms now I and mean, uh, second i kind of dragged a little bit second half uh, How, where did you where uh, did you feel it dragged uh no not when she was with the kids at the mcdonald's between that and the blow up with the uh roommate going on a road trip i think that entire chunk of the movie could have been like the blow up with the roommate. No, no. So, so she's she's uh, hitchhiking or not really hitchhiking. I guess the ride with the lady and the kids, right? Yeah, that's so the from, second. That's the second person from that up until the point where she convinces the <clears throat> roommate to drive her to the. Oh, not really the, roommate. The friend. The friend. Oh, the friend. You, oh, like um, right. whose name I forgot, but yes, I know who you're talking about. Right. Yeah. So I mean that that whole chunk between so up until that point, awesome, loved it, great. Everything past the point where the mom. Her and the guy are driving. That entire end conclusion is awesome. But that chunk in the middle, I, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. It just could have been tightened up a little bit. <laughs> I didn't mind that, to be honest. I I feel like, how do I put this? 
I didn't feel like it dragged out actually. I just felt like it was it just went on its merry way because it they wanted to show the the whole concept of the abandoned like the abandoned sites because there are a lot of those in Japan. True. So that's true. one little theme that they showed in that first half to first two thirds of the film. Right. And then you get your little cute little moments with that fucking cat. I mean, come on, that, that chase sequence was amazing. <laughs> the first one, the first yeah, chase sequence. When it just, jo- okay, so it, 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 we it, didn't it, say spoiler alerts, but like I mean, pres- presumably you would have seen this film. Or if you hadn't, we'll try to still keep it spoiler. No, this is, this, is your, this is now oh, your warning. Okay, if, you have not seen, <laughs> if you have not seen the film, stop right now and come back later if you so wish to. But... The, that part on the boat where uh, Daijin just fucking jumps like 10 feet to the next little ship. I'm like, wow, what a fucking troll. What a troll cat. And I was laughing <laughs> during that part of the scene. You yeah. found it fun. Especially with the whole music timing of how they end it with the, with the horns. I was like, yes, yes. It, it was a good conclusion to a really awesome... <laughs> You know, cat chase secrets. I do, I do, I did enjoy how uh, the social media aspect of it all. Yes, yes. <laughs> I did. I liked. He kind of pulled it into present time in that yeah, sense. Absolutely. I, I, I don't like when movies do that ambiguous thing about what time period they're in, where like people have cell phones, but there's no social media kind of situation. I'm like, come on, just have social media. It'd be fun. Technology, like I, I, in recent anime, I've enjoyed how they kind of use. Use cell phones yeah. as a driver. Use social media as a driver, and it becomes maybe like either as a driver or as a symbol. I think the first time I saw that was, and this is starting to date it a little bit. School days. School days. Yes, because I was literally thinking school days too. Yeah, I was thinking school. little no, oh because God. because we were because that was all yes. text, 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 text. Texting so much texting. It was great. Oh, man. I was impressed. That's good. Well, it, it had it had its other impressive moments, but yeah, like, yeah, like the like the boat. Oh man, oh, that man. Bo- that was such a nice boat, don't I, you agree, I was, guys? I was it literally was picturing the scenes of him standing in hallways texting, and I'm like, man, if social media was around back then, he'd just be posting, you know, or, or DMing or some shit. But yeah, it's just yeah. Well, if social cool. media if social media was around like that back then, like oh, it is now back then. Yeah. Oh. Oh man, that would have been really bad for her too. That would have been a hell of a. Uh, <laughs> oh, no there, spoilers for school days, but you know, go a, watch there's that. There's a re, there's a reboot worth. There's a reboot reboot worth doing no, right there what, for the, all the wrong reasons. Why isn't the CW making that into a hit TV show? Because they they'll just call something else. So that way they don't have to credit the original author. <laughs> Those school plots are all the same. Yeah, all it's, the same, I guess. Yeah. I think it's the first time we saw like a western uh, western style shock and awe type drama go into an anime. But okay, as a person who watched a lot of those those romances adapted from visual novels, yes. visual novels, it was mm. a big shock at the time for me, <laughs> and I loved it. Yo, like, when? How often do you see an anime where the scumbag main protagonist has sex with? All the girls in the show. That that is not a hentai. You can't think of one because there wasn't anything like that until then. Yes, sir. What were, uh, so when he when he and he had sex with all of them. Yes, no spoiler spoiler. So when he was killed off at the end, yeah. Were you cheering? 
I wasn't cheering, but I thought I think a lot of people booing. were. But I thought, like, yeah, we're not booing. booing. I thought, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, he deserved it. He deserved it. Okay. So, Karma. Yeah. Okay. So let's get, let's get back on track here. Uh, you want to guys talk about the product placements for this amazing movie we saw? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was fun. Funny too, right? Was it like, like his third time partnering up with uh, Mickey with, D's? Yeah. With everybody. Lawson really? as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, hold he, on. Why was it in a Seven Eleven? That might have been. Why, why was it a Lawson and not a Seven Eleven? Because Lawson put money down on it. Oh, they, don't, they didn't censor Lawson's name. That's true. That's true. So, like, what James James was saying to us, how it's like it's it's the Japanese male dream to live above a Lawson's. Hmm. I'm sure people. I'm, I'd like to know if that's the case. How people feel about well, it's that? Well, sure, damn convenient. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Rent might not be as cheap, but true. True. You can get anything to Lawson. <laughs> Think, uh, give me, give me anime that that uh, would have been higher, high on product placement. Ooh, weathering with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Namakoto Shinkai. No, uh, Kogias. Yeah, you, with Pizza, Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, <laughs> Pizza Hut sponsored Japanese Pizza Hut sponsored. True that. Uh, Tokyo Kogias. See, I, I was thinking Suki Kire, but even though. I don't think I think they just changed a letter or two. Oh, in the North American release of Kogias, they they had to censor that out because they would have needed to get bone per- permission from uh, Pizza Hut US. Which is weird how it's like not the same company, right? It's like, do you think that you know? It's just weird. <laughs> it's not that far fetched. Well, like A and W in Canada and A and W in the states are owned by two different oh, companies. True, like Tim mm-hmm. Hortons too, right? Well, Tim Hortons is. Let, let, I'll say Kit Kat. How's Kit Kat? Because Kit Kat is true. Hershey in the States, and but it's Nestle Mo- everywhere else. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm. Right? It's just that the, they won't release any of the other damn flavors in Canada. Nah, you gotta import that stuff. Yeah, you have to go to the specialty shops and or the Asian supermarkets. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how just how just the music? You know, not too much in your face, Radwimps. Then. Your just, name, just, that's for just, sure. Just the right amount of Radwimps. Well, granted, they still made all the music. Oh, yeah, but, like, they didn't overpower it. Yeah, because your name, I felt it was a, a little, little obsessive. Yeah, maybe every half hour a full music video. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that placement of the lyric song at the end oh, was yeah. good. Amazing. I kind of regret not getting tickets for them because they're coming this week. Oh, I think true. it's Wednesday and Thursday, right? Yep. Yeah. It's Wednesday and Thursday. So tomorrow and Thursday uh, from when mm-hmm. we're taping this at the moment. Okay, so. Okay, so in terms of like little things that did kind of annoy me about this film. Like, oh, okay, yes, the cat in general was annoying, but. What? But Daijin is supposed to annoy you in that sense. Right. Yes. So <laughs> Daijin did its job. Absolutely. Although part of me wondered that, okay, you know, Daijin doesn't want to be the keystone anymore. Gotcha. So it runs off. Daijin presumably was the one who was uh, opening the doors, but I guess not. I don't think he was opening up the doors. I think it's more like because he was no longer the keystone, he knew that like, yeah, shit's going to hit the fan. You know, we'll try to... 
prevent it as best as possible by closing these doors that I know are going to open up because of how this thing works. Because I've been here for so long and I've experienced this before and I know how it's. But I don't want to. But I still don't want to be responsible. So I'm going to fuck over this guy and I'm going to make him the keystone instead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So there's that. I I don't know what else to add before I uh, bring up the uh, articles. Uh, let's, talk, let's, talk, let's talk articles. So, okay, we, I, we talked a little bit about, okay, Makoto Shinkai and not really moving away from his DNA, for better or worse. And, then, and in the lead up to the movie coming out on the roughly the 14th, um, an Associated Press article by, uh, by Yuri Kagiyama with the headline, Shinkai sticking to what he knows Beth best. Japan youth anime. Hmm. And he talked, and it just talked about how, you know, as the, um, basically the, the upshot of a lot of what we just talked about. Right. And, 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 you know, once again, just to put it out there, I, all of us enjoyed it. It was visually stunning. I, I oh, did man. say that. So beautiful. Yeah. So there's that article. And how, you know, how Shinkai will probably not really change. Probably never make a live action. He says Ooh. he's been offered, asked to do it, but he just said. He, he will. He, He'll, he definitely will. He couldn't at this point. I mean, not now, but he definitely will. He just mm. said his, in, his, in his translated words, I'm simply not interested. I enjoy watching films, but there's so much I can do with animation. That's honestly how I feel. But, and then just talking about, you know, Shinkai as a person and how he probably, and, and maybe, maybe how, he, how his, his own personality resonates so much with his audience, because in many respects, he feels he's a lot like them with his own anxieties, right? He considers himself an otaku, but in the, in the more positive sense, the, you know, the gentle loner. I think was a was a phrase that uh, that Kageyama used in the article, and be and you know maybe having your anxieties and having and how sometimes your past kind of informs those anxieties, haunting nightmares. I think was a phrase. Aren't those feelings you had had as a teen still within you? Have they totally disappeared at night? I still have those dreams when I am still a student. For. Those fears and those earnings will never leave you. They are always there. That's how the article ends with a quote, with one of Shinkai's quotes. So there's this article. And, it's sort, and in, many, in many respects, it reinforces some of the faults we find in Shinkai's work these days. Mm-hmm. But then you contrast that with a Looper article that came out basically yesterday. Or basically around the same time, but was made more known over the last, you know. 24 hours? Yeah, made more widely known. The Looper article came out uh, actually on the same day, or was published on the same day that I see from the Associated Press article. And this was written by uh, Ruben Barron. With it, but the headline just said, Makoto Shinkai says Suzume was almost a lesbian romance. 
but I, but I think that was more for shock value when because when you read more into it, he just was downplaying the relationship between Suzume and uh, the the chair. Sure. Sota. Sota. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, he's a chair for most of the movie. The chair. But Sota the chair. But yeah, but at the, at the very least, it, reading that article made me, and like reading the two articles kind of made me think about the differences and how this was a little different from his, pat, from his DNA, from the DNA of his past movies, right? So it was... Like Shinkai will always said said in the uh, Looper article, it wasn't. What is it? Oh, it, it wasn't really the gen the the narrative. So it it just didn't seem like uh, the narrative that he wanted to go with. I, I'm trying. I'm just uh, skimming the uh, the article at the moment. Yeah, but he, but he talked a little bit more about uh, about that part of that thinking, and he just said it wasn't really part of the narrative. And what's the other phrase from this? Hmm. Claim uh, uh, maybe, and if he wanted to go that way, he was kind of talked about talked out of it by a producer. Well, if it was convincing enough, I don't see what the problem would have been. It's. What's the thing is the thing is he if that was uh, he said if this was the like seemingly if this was the vision it, he was talked out of it but he had to rework a lot of it in the process so it became more of a you know it, it was less boy meets girl and just a rediscovery type thing mm -hmm. and when I think about it and as I think about it more and more as I uh, in the days since I've watched it it really wasn't a it. it did it felt like it did downplay it and it came to the point and I came away after the movie I came away that maybe some parts of it felt unnecessary like what <laughs> the Ferris wheel scene right we can agree yeah, on yeah, that yeah 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 no that, I, I, that I, I there's there. a part of me that really what do you mean come on like okay if I was expecting the boy meets girl trope I'm not totally now I came away from it thinking I mean I will yeah it's good that it wasn't in there that that, that, that I, was not was it really necessary it could, I think you could have gone without it I mean, it was technically wasn't even in there that much, right? No. I mean, okay. Granted, yes. If he had not been a chair for most of the movie, that would have been bigger a bigger storyline. But I feel like because he was a chair for most of the movie, her kind of falling for him in the way that she did is acceptable, I guess. But even then, it's like she's like what sixteen? She shouldn't be acceptable. Isn't she in like the last year of middle school in Japan, which would be ninth grade? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, we're not, twelve years on. We're twelve trick. years on. So, but we're twelve years on. Well, how old would she have been in like during three eleven? That would have been twenty eleven. We're oh, talking she was twelve four. years on. She was four, yeah. So that would put her at, at roughly sixteen. Yeah. So that would put her in. That would put her in yeah, exactly yep, in second or second, maybe third year. Yeah. See, in Japan, it's fine because well, I assume it's fine because I believe their age of consent is lower still. Yo, but how about that coworker, bro? <laughs> Which coworker? The her mom's coworker. What about him? I mean, come on, man. That was pretty funny. I got glasses on. Trying to remember. He drove around a couple of times. Was really worried about her. Oh, about the aunt, though. Oh, the aunt. Yeah, the aunt and his. Sorry. In my mind, the aunt's technically her mom. Whatever. I guess her mom 
Her guardian, yeah. Yeah, right. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, yeah. But there's that. And, you know, I just came away saying, thinking to myself, it was a driver in some ways, but not the point. Because I think it was like, I think the point of the movie was with her coming to terms with. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, for that guy uh, that likes the ant, I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised they got Shota Somitami, Somitani to voice that guy. He's a big actor in, in Japanese live action. I was like, whoa, they gave, they gave him this role? Okay. Felt minor, didn't it? So there's, no, and I say that because like Shinkai generally will get live action uh, actors and actresses to voice act. Well, on that note, most of his films, he re- very rarely will get a like, traditional, a, a, a traditional voice say actors. Uh, yes. On that note, we should mention um, Moni uh, Kamenishi, the the star of uh, the star of your name. She's appearing in a live action version of. Spirited Away that's presently being shown on uh, in theaters in the U.S. by G-Kids. Yeah, and that's coming later this month, too. I think it's... It's out in the States now. It's yeah, coming but, up but, here? Yeah, I did see uh, Cineplex screening showings for it. Okay. But it's on their schedule. On that note, and, 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 and she, is, she is a law... I think even before your name... But she, is, she has become a very much a, an established live action. Yeah, main cast is virtually always going to be live act well not actual actors but like actors that are in japanese tv and mainstream yes actors when it comes to japan so in this case like uh kanahana zawa who's a a very established say she's in this film and she played the aunt i believe no she played the mom oh the okay the voice of the late uh, of the late mom okay so there's like but it was just weird because now you see this. So the Looper article is suggesting he is trying to get out of his comfort zone just a little, like little by little. I mean, he's not, but gonna, enough to notice. Gonna, he's not going to say he's not trying to get out of his comfort zone. I mean, that'd be kind of weird, right? Well, that's also what, 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 isn't that the impression that the first article gave? True. True. He's been doing a lot of interviews, right? A lot of publicity for this now. But so, even, even though you like, we can criticize Shinkai all we want. It's not as if his films are necessarily bad or mediocre. This is not, and, and we're not, we're not saying that. Because I don't know if you could say the same thing about Mamoru Hosoda. No, definitely not. I feel like his films feel a little more samey. Yeah, because they're like all the insane. They're samey insaneness. Hmm. Granted, I haven't seen his last film, but. But uh, I guess this is what this is what the this is what the spotlight does to you, though, right? I mean, Shinka has that type of spotlight on him now, mm-hmm. right? And people will look to pick away. Mind you, we were making the, having this debate about him, like during version one. Yeah, we've had this debate on and off for, for quite a while. Yeah, for basically basically twelve years, right? Yeah. And if I'm wrong, it's more. I, I take the over on that. Yeah. Well said. I do think Shinkai has a bit of a foot fetish. 
<laughs> Back I to mean, that again. Okay. Well, but yeah, it's, so he has some feet shots in there. True. true. Like yeah. It's not. It's not Tarantino level of foot fetish, but I think yeah, it's I don't there. Think that level. <laughs> it's just. I. I as I said, we're, just yeah. like with Hosoda and his furry fetish. In many respects, I just want to at least put that put these thoughts out there right now, and then ask ourselves what will we see next. From, What's from Shinkai? I'm gonna assume some kind of individual, some kind of movie centered around a girl, maybe in high school of some kind, and then she'll do something, mm-hmm. and then travel to somewhere. <laughs> but but keep in mind one other thing. Remember he remember we, he hints. Okay, it's one of those. Yeah, he makes it for a Japanese audience. He's just and he's tickled pink about the idea of having an international audience. Oh man, do you think he's gonna? Set this in like Chicago or something. Well, he he admits that he would have to know if he's going to set it somewhere else. He has to really know about oh, the man, place. Yeah, I'm as in reading this, live as in live in it for a little man, while. What if he comes to Toronto and just lives here for a while? That'd be cool. That'd be cool, yeah. but uh, not uh, Scott Pilgrim level cool. I mean, because <laughs> well, but but Scott Pilgrim had a had like a decade plus head true. start. True, 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 right? true. So. This is just stuff that I that just pop in my head and make me wonder. Okay, what is he going to do next? Has he been hinting at what he's going to do next? Um, now I'm not. You can't. Well, I think I think you just get a general idea through the first article, but you just can't take any more guesses after. Like, sure, I mean, you, you just make more guesses right, right. after reading the second. I'll just allow myself to be surprised. Yeah, I think that's the that might be the joy in all of this. If he wants to move away from the boy meets girl, great. The, because I think the when I think about it, oh, the downplaying of the of the of that in Suzumi, and then the like just coming to terms with, I thought was really really refreshing in that sense. Like and like this is my the, my initial takeaway felt Nickelbackish, but the more I thought about it, and the more I reflected on it in the in the. 10 days since I grew to kind of appreciate that. So, you know, just, just a thought uh, as we, uh, as we uh, move along. It's just that the other thing is, remember it just the other thing that kind of popped out in the, in the looper article to me was, well, I, okay, if I, it, Shinkai want to make this more, you know, more of a lesbian romance, but he was kind of talked out of it by a producer. Remember the term I said? As these things, as Japanese pop culture becomes a bit pop, more popular coming out uh, outside of Japan, it'll happen kicking and screaming with, at some points. And I think that's one of those kicking and screaming ideas. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they're not like... That's up to date on that over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Right? He said, so too early for the Japanese market to accept a romance between two women. And it was the first time. Uh, and just, and Shinkai kind of talked about this. Yeah, he, he felt, okay, why I even want to go? Why I even want to go in that direction in the first place is because I personally felt a little bit tired of the very traditional romance story. Uh, cool. Did that impossible? Uh, I did everything that I could possibly in everything I, did, I possibly could do with that ter- in your name. 
So he wanted to make it more sisterhood type romantic story. In many respects, I think he did. He accomplished it by the with who Suzume met. Right? You mean what do you mean like the girl he she met? Like the the various the various women that's the, the various the women trip, he met on the, yeah. Yeah. The along the way. Yeah, yeah in, in his road trip. The, the orange lady, the uh the lady with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love I love when she kind of save the oranges from yeah. going down the hill or more like Sota did, but yeah, but that I was, think, that was, I, I really liked their dynamic. Yeah, there was. And, and then he just said, I think we, I think we, I think it's his last sentence in this quote in my future films as well. I want to focus on that human story as opposed to too much commentary on gender or sex. Yeah. In many respects, I think that's what like he was starting to do that in this and maybe that's why i appreciated the way this story went even more right can i make a book recommendation because if you enjoyed this i will make a book recommendation i will and i've enjoyed this book a lot and maybe if you liked this you might and you give yourself the time to read this book, I think it might be, some people will appreciate some of the parallels. Around the time, uh, almost a decade ago, there was this book called A Tale for the Time Being by a Japanese-Canadian author, I think it is, by the name of Ruth Ozeki. And it's actually kind of is set in the, uh, in, the same, in the same 311 backdrop in many respects. I'm just going to leave it at that. And after seeing the after seeing Suzume, I think of this I think of this novel. So, if you, um, my uh, my youngest sister had a copy of it, I borrowed it. I had it for like months during the pandemic, but I never really picked it up. Then when I finally read it, it I couldn't put it down. So, I'll make that. I want to put that out there as a recommendation. Just if you liked Suzume. Because I think you'd find this one fascinating too. Because in many ways, like, and I'm saying this out loud now, but I, it's just I find it find them very similar in some respects. Okay, okay. okay. I, I think I've, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned the book before when, one time on this podcast, but I'll mention it here now. And uh, leave that to all the listeners. You can probably get an e you can probably find it in a library whether it's in physical or digital form since we had that discussion on uh on sunday and uh maybe i'll just uh leave it there okay well okay i have i do have one question to ask you too okay and this is involving the film's climax when they do the deed and they finally oh is it the fight the fight with the in the other world yeah, so when they go into, the, she finds her the door that she first walked into. And right, because the, 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 the other thing was that she was magic the entire time. That she was what? She was magic the entire time, hence why she could see everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not just that she was some random person who happened to walk by, but no, no, she's, she's the main protagonist, everyone. She was magic. So it's basically when, like, yeah, her and... Uh, Daijin and Sadaijin, who shows up later on, uh, comes in. So Sadaijin turns big and fights the worm, and then uh, Daijin and 
Suzume go and find Sota. Who's now the new key. Who's the, who has since become the keystone. I feel like Daijin suddenly being okay with turning back into a keystone after all was a bit of a cop-out. Oh, totally, 100%. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of weird, yeah. And then she realized, oh, this is the, and I can't bear it. I, I think, it, and, I think yeah. it, w- it would have been better if 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 uh, if Dayton was like, I'm sorry, you know, it's irreversible. We got to leave before we die, and then like, so it's like she you, becomes his pet or something. Because it's like you you made them go through all that shit, yeah. And then now you're saying, oh yeah, you know what? I realize you two love each other. Okay, I'll ch- fine. I'll, I'll I'll turn it back. I mean, that's what it felt yeah, like yeah. to me. No, true. true. I, I, I like that. I like the way you put that. That, that kind of comes back to, remember I just said, kicking and screaming. Yeah. That's the kicking and screaming 100%. I was talking about. And I also found it a little strange where when they introduced Sadaijin in full, because the very first scene of Sadaijin is when you see it at the hospital yeah. after Suzume leaves mm-hmm. and Sota's grandfather sees Sadaijin there. Yeah. I actually thought it was Daijin the first time around, but then I realized on my second being, oh, that was Sadaijin. The other keystone. Who's the, the, key. the Tokyo keystone, yes. Yeah. So what kind of didn't make sense to me was how Sadaijin kind of just shows up during that scene when uh, Suzume and her aunt are arguing and how like she was, she couldn't, take how Suzume wasn't telling her anything and so she couldn't help but start to Explode vent her on frustrations her. Yeah. on her and then you you can tell that part way through it seems as if Sadaijin kind of inhabited her inhabited her possessed her yeah. yeah she was possessed that's the way I looked at it for starters yeah just so many poor Tamaki oh love love the ant yeah I, I, I really don't know that's why I just thought I came away thinking, okay, maybe this is some of, was there certain aspects I really wondered the necessity of? So it, yeah, it felt like that scene kind of just escalated to a point, but then it suddenly de-escalated at the same time. Oh yes, quick mm-hmm. time. So it felt a little weird. Didn't flow as smoothly as I thought it could, or maybe there, there could have been some sort of fight between the two cats, which there kind of was, but it kind of was nothing in the end. Uh, yeah, obviously, it was just, obviously one's huger than the other. So. Mm-hmm. But you've mm-hmm. seen it twice. You've now seen it twice, right? So yeah. And some of it is a blur at the moment. So I would like to have that second look. We truth be told, we we almost went to see it a second time, or in your case, a third time. Yeah, because I haven't seen it in English. So we were going to try and check out the dub on Cheapy Tuesdays. Cheapy Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, to to those listening, that my second time was in D box as well. The seats move. Okay, how did how did they move on you before we go tonight? Oh, it moved. Like, like I wouldn't have paid for it myself. So uh, my friend was gracious enough to buy me my ticket for the deep box showing because he used his scene points. Mm-hmm. Oh man, using your scene points—that's tantamount to piracy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I have a lot to, to use myself, by like, the way. Certain times when characters were moving especially when sota the chair was moving oh, you, you would that. you would feel that at oh, times yeah. not in every scene but in various scenes you felt that i think like the first cheek take sequence probably yeah mm-hmm. the uh there were certain moments when you you have a first person view of the area 
whether it was Soto or whether it was Suzume, and you, you oh, the, see the look. To, they sometimes look left to right, and, and so it did tilt like that. Uh, the role, those are those are amazing sequences, like the, the landscapes and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, the visuals amazing. were just amazing. Like big impact scenes, like when you hear earthquake rumblings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be feel awesome. Oh, yeah. That would be great, yeah. So oh, I would too- say they definitely... <laughs> But you, play, I mean, you have of opportunities for the seats to move, and they and they did take advantage despite what. See, the thing is, you mm-hmm. two have had two different experiences with it that are sure. two like you experienced IMAX, and well, you've experienced D-Box. and you experienced mm-hmm. D-Box. Yeah, what if we what if we switched and you experienced IMAX and I experienced D-Box? I would only go see an IMAX if someone paid for my ticket because I know I, I didn't enough. feel like it would have been worth IMAX okay. for me. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just because, <laughs> like, the vast majority of animated films of that kind are not made f- with IMAX in mind. No. I mean, it's still nice looking, you know? Yeah, like, the screen's bigger, and I'm sure the sound's nicer, but, like, I don't... Yeah. Because I'm I'm kind of that stickler, and if that film was not made for IMAX, you know, I'm not willing to pay for it. You know what the it. worst is? When it's, like, part of it's filmed in IMAX... And you get the aspect ratio changes in between shots. Ugh. <laughs> it's like this one awesome scene that was an IMAX. Back to uh, our normal 19 by 9. 16.9, right? 16.9, yeah. <laughs> See, like, like the ones that are made with IMAX in mind, like just films in general, like, say, like later Avengers films yep. or the Avatar movies. Avatar especially, yeah. Tenet. Tenet. I would even say Dune. Oh, Dune. We'll be like six months away, man. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I will try and see that within yeah, the first when, one or two. When, you'll when, actually pay, when, and you'll actually pay for that. When, and I will pay for it, yes. <laughs> when Ford said he was moving the science center to Ontario place, I'm like, please don't get rid of the IMAX theater. That's the only thing we got to care about. And he's not getting rid of it because that place is awesome. He's going to get rid of it. God, he's not going to. Yeah, over our dead bodies, bro. He'll get rid of it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are, you, are you secretly like, 95 years? work 90 for... Yearly? Like 90, 90 year lease organization to the spot. Mo. That was announced today. Have to Ninety year lease to the spa today, by the way. Oh man, you're like anyway. unless you like have connections that we're not aware of, Mohammed. I don't see how how this will work. <laughs> anyway, but but there's our there's some of our general thoughts, and you know the whole idea with the space heater. Anyway, is to either continue a discussion or start another version of it. So, any last thoughts? In terms of Shinkai's films, for the two of you, where would you rank this film relative to the rest of his films? That's tough. I think this is about this is like two, I guess, on a scale. Like two out of like your. You think it's his second best film? There you go. Okay. See, the thing is, remember, I've always said sometimes there's you there's a first love, and no matter how it really should rank, it'll always be at your top. That's why everything's your second best. You know, you never want to give up your first best. You guys know what that you is. You give up your first, lo- your first love in that sense. Okay, so, so where would you where would you put it? Third, probably third. Yeah, because for me, because for me, it, it's like Weathering? it's no, five no, center, no, five, center, five, center, five cm five, and yeah. uh, your name. But it's a, it's almost a toss up because they can depending on the argument could go either. Either you could flip. I could flip one and two. Right, because mm. Five CM had that emotional punch, and in many re- re- respects, for me, your name refined it. 
and maybe it perfected the Shinkai formula in that sense. That's how I see it too, yeah. And then I just thought, okay, he's perfected it, no use playing with it anymore. And he started, and in one sense, he may have deviated with weathering with you. It didn't hold the same punch for me. I agree. Th this one, this uh, now, if you're going to ask me about the Disaster Trilogy, this is number two. Exactly. Your name was number one. Exactly. I mean, and Weathering With You is by far number three in all of this. I think we have the same top three because, and I say this, I actually do say this with objectivity that I, that five centimeters per second is still his best film. Mm -hmm. And I think your name is number two because of what you said in that his past experiences with his films accumulated into your name. Like, and and that the result of everything he did before he put into this, and it and it was successful as a result. Yeah, but then you. But the thing is, with Five CM, if there were flaws in it, you got to see those, and I think appreciate those, like wh whatever holes you may have seen, whatever like rawness you would have seen, because I think that was like his third or fourth real thing. That was technically his fourth, but his third feature like feature i guess depends on if you view voices of a distant star as a feature because you could say that it wasn't because she there was she and her and cat. she and her cat you, you wouldn't consider that a feature either so mm -hmm. i guess in a sense maybe it was for second feature because his because place promised was, was the, really first. the first yes in that and sense. then so like we knew he was still you know starting out and starting out and rather young and this was real and obviously that was early enough in his career and then Remember, your name comes more than a decade later. Yeah, uh, or, I would say, or yeah. I would say more than a decade, but almost a decade later. Yeah, after those three, I would say uh, the Foot Fetish movie is my next favorite film. Otherwise, no, I would have to the Garden of Words. Get back to me on get me back get back to me on my opinions of other of his other um, works because they're all blurry to me right now because of the uh, because of the um, the purgatory of the of the podcasts the uh, in between eras. Yeah, I. I still haven't finished watching Children Who Chase Lost Voices because that was during an anime screening, like an anime club screening back in university. And then because I believe I was part of the exec team, I couldn't fully pay attention the whole time. Yeah. And then uh, I did watch uh, Place Promised in our early days back when Crunchyroll was doing those Shinkai Day screenings. But uh, honestly, don't remember a lot of that film now. Yeah which I guess tells you how much I think of it because because with five centimeters, I still remember that very mm. well. Yeah. Many of us do. And I think it's, but I think it, it was also the one that kind of started to solidify some of the way Makoto Shinkai handles, handles the media mix yeah. in his own way because manga. Yeah. Cause uh, like novel. Yeah. Cause because in the past you would say that, like his main theme was just like that sense of loss, mm -hmm. which I don't feel like is as strong nowadays. Which I guess that is an but, indication but then again, of him changing. But but then again, that's sort of what Suzumi. Well, he, it's more like coming to terms with loss. Yeah, not it's, it's just not, not the raw not the raw emotion of the loss itself, but mm -hmm. maybe just understanding how to really start to move on. Because that's that's sort of where I where I came away thinking, afterwards. Yeah. Right. Just moving on from it, not the actual thing and its immediate dealing with it. So, 
As I said, can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. I really cannot wait to see what's next. And maybe there is now this willingness for him to break out of uh, out of his comfort zones or the comfort zones that he's established that we think he's established. And maybe that's what makes what could happen next so interesting and is so intriguing. And and with that Looper article, the expression that his expression that that could be happening soon. It's just that he'll do it just like everything else. He'll do it on his own terms. Which I think is, which I think is uh, something to really, really look forward to. Also, uh, okay. Uh, you've been, I know as, uh, as we've been talking, you two, is there, is any, has anything come up that we should be aware of before we say goodnight? Oh no, I was going to say shout out to Tomia Serizawa, the friend of Sota who such a real one, dude. He was such a real one. Oh my god, what a, what a guy to just drive two random to- ladies, to random two ladies. total strangers, it's like halfway across the country. It's like if someone's just like you're like you're you're somebody your friend, and, and you know what he gets out of it at the end. Well, hopefully, got his hopefully he paid so, back his he? friend. Hopefully, he paid back Sota because he was saying how Sota owed him money, but really it was the other way around. I was, you know, what I was just thinking, it was something else. I mean, I, I know, Mike. Come on, man. What are you going? What, what do you What do you think I'm going to say? I don't know. What, what are we going to say? I, I just hope his car is okay. Uh, so, <laughs> no, they eventually got it repaired. Repaired, or God, like at I, least enough to run. Because I, I, I love the duct tape at the end. <laughs> because okay, well, because when when everything wrapped up, Tomoya was there with Tamaki. So true, true. How else was he supposed to get there? Did he really walk all that way? I don't. I don't know. Maybe, but. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. Guess he got some help in the end. Mm-hmm. Got a tow truck. I don't know. I'll say this much. I'll say this much, though, about Suzume. Uh, I, I'll add that. I'll add that to my shelf beside your name and weathering with you. I love the how box you, there. And I love how you played the song where he was telling the it was the song about the women like stop fighting over me kind of thing which was kind of like obviously done in jest spotify yeah spotify yeah. back to the back to some of the I technology love i love that part uh, of him being so uh, update up to date on the on technology for the time that was impressive and there was a subtle ghibli reference there well subtle but there was a ghibli reference there too apparently because oh, what other was there's was another product placement for something else there and yeah he does use real songs true true like no, that, that, that song was in a ghibli film okay yeah then that's the reference you were looking at? Or is there one another? of them, yeah. Okay, do you remember the other, or shall we just save that for episode 82? Well, there was the... <laughs> or next... There's or, McDonald's, obviously. Or next, or next Space Eater chat, right? Well, no, there was the scene when they did the first round of Daijin social media posts, and the girl was like, oh, it's like from Whispering of the Heart. Oh, uh, yeah, Whisper, yes, I go, remember that. Go, yeah, okay, well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, he is a fan, right? Yeah. He's an otaku himself. Yeah. But there's our, there's our thoughts, and... James, I know will chime in. I hope Amy is able to. Hope she gets the chance to see the movie, and then we'll hear how much they disagree with everything we said. The the dub was really good. I will oh say yeah, that. oh yeah, very good. Which is maybe, nice, you know. The other maybe act, you after, had like a real actress to do Suzume, so it's like, oh, I shouldn't say that voice actors are actresses. She's like a TV movie. You know, oh, she like. is. She is like a yeah. movie slash television actress. Then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's some thoughts. If, I wouldn't say before you see the movie, but it's some thoughts from us after we've seen it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so what, what was it like to come back here to do uh, uh, to do this in person? This was good. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, you know me, Mike. I'm always down to do live recordings. Well, you know what? The thing is here. The thing is, uh, over my next... 
remember, we're, uh, I, I have a table at the Nomi for Anime North. We got to start rummaging. I think we got to do our annual. Uh, oh, another from, one? That'd be yes. awesome from last time. Uh, I wish I wish we could tape some of this. It would make for a great comedy sketch. Man, like a portable mic or something. Let's go down there with like a video cam. This we, would be we a, can stream. We can stream the the un, um, the vault. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a hilarious a hilarious thing to do. Any uh, any um, any Twitchers out there? For any streamers out there who want to help us or any YouTubers out there who want to help us with it's this little li- project. It's a, li- it's a little can, closet I, full of stuff. It's like a treasure trove. It's like small. You will have, uh, trust me, if you want to come, if anybody wants to come along for this ride, I will make this, we can make this worth your time. We can make this worth your, worth your time. Trust me on this. So uh, contact us. Twitter and Instagram at Anime Roundtable, AnimeRoundtable at gmail.com, our website uh, to be updated, we hope, within the year. AnimeRoundtable.com. And if we actually do make a video, YouTube, twitch.tv slash Anime Roundtable. Since this is going up before the other episode, uh, TCAF's happening, Digital Marketplace is already open. Good friend of mine, Robert's doing a, a piece over there, so he's selling some merch, so uh, check it out. Yeah, well, and this episode we hope will be up within 48 hours of its taping, or less. Yeah. So give it a, give those a listen, okay? Links, give in those the, a, links in the description, guys. Check it out. And all you know, Anime North in like a month, so that's good too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll figure out what the hell we're doing there soon enough. But um, it's late enough. I think we'll go get. Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> oh, see, see, we 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 finished. We finished the donuts. Oh, I think we had. I think we've had dessert before we've had dinner. Isabella, I never do get the glazed, just because the other pretty flavors take my attention. But now that I finally see the regular glazed, I'm curious how this one will turn out. You know, I, I was gonna double up on the chocolate one because uh, I also feel the same way about the glazed. But mm-hmm. I'm like, might as well get one of each. Plus yeah. The, plus the girl there seemed so happy. Like, no, like she was like spaced out, I guess. I didn't want to have her figure out math and shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I said, we were done. We just finished dessert. So I guess we're, we're going to. Is there an official sponsor? Yeah. Just for no, 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 no. It's an unofficial, not an unofficial sponsor, an unofficial <laughs> endorsement. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Talk to you after dinner.